The Haith is a land of endless possibility. Between vast stretches of land and sea are communities of animal folk, living life and sharing in its wonder. Flocks of buggy creatures also share in the bounty of the land, from herds of bumbles to beetles to moths delivering letters by moonlight. And although the war was recent and not forgotten, a widespread culture of hospitality and kindness fills the hearts of many. The lonely conquerors of the past will remain as such. So what are you waiting for? Journey is out there, just waiting for you to dive in, and stories are waiting to be found. Come join us for another adventure and see what lies ahead. And don't forget to start with your left foot forward. and welcome to Left Foot Forward. I am your host, Jonah, or Daisy, and this is a Wander Home actual play series where we built the wonderful land of Haith together and fill the world with beautiful stories. Wander Home is a game written by J-Dragon and published by Possum Creek Games. If you want to check it out, there will be a link to where you can find it in the episode description. As always, uh, I am joined today by a guest on the show. Um, hello and welcome. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the class? Hi, uh, my name is Weston or Marigold. Uh, any pronouns work just fine for me. Um, and you can find the games that I write at braverun.itch.io. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram uh, at braverun underscore underscore. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm super mm-hmm. excited to get another story out here in our land of wander home. Yeah. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is we will uh, talk about our characters, uh, get a little info and background on your character and what bonds our two characters together alongside a few um as i would describe expertly placed interview questions about ttrpgs and what we like about them (laughs) yeah Uh, so to start us right off i will ask my very first question which is what is your experience with uh tabletop role-playing games how about how long have you been playing them? Do you happen to have a favorite? Mm. Uh, if you want to tell us your backstory, you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Gosh. Um, I've been playing for a few years, I guess. Um, not super long. I guess it's probably... Uh, 2017, 2018, 2019. 
years time is hard <laughs> it's hard for me to <laughs> keep track true. of what this last year has been like three so <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's true um uh, this last year 2020 is when i uh was able to try lots of different kinds of games i think my um general journey looks like uh similar to a lot of people's not most maybe but a lot in the sense that um some of the popular podcasts that are out there um got me really wanting to play like it had always kind of been an interest um wanting to play uh D because it was the only one i knew about <laughs> um and then so that was the first game i played and then kind of from there went and played some more um something similar but was more uh of a fiction first style um and then the uh you know events of 2020 hit and um i found a community online that was really into playing one shots um and trying out lots of different kinds of games. So during 2020, I got to try lots of stuff. Um, and that's bled into this year as well. Um, and then that community uh, had a lot of people who were writing their own games, and which was something I was impressed by, but didn't think I would be able to do for quite a while. And then... Um, and then I did. <laughs> so <laughs> ended up writing. Um, I've written uh, three so far that you can find. I've um, kickstarted one. So it's a physical thing in the world. <laughs> um, Dang. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm actually in the process of doing fulfillment for it right now, getting everything sent out. Um, and I made a a coin that goes with it and some stickers mm -hmm. and things. So, so that's been fun. Um, but yeah, so I guess in kind of a nutshell, that's, that's my experience with them. As far as a favorite goes, uh, that's really tough. I've, um, <laughs> in general, uh, just been more and more drawn to GMless style games, um, mm -hmm. for a number of reasons. Um, but I think the top two is there's just a lot less pressure on anybody to do prep beforehand. Um, like it can still be fun to think about the game between sessions, but nobody has to spend hours working on what's going to happen next. Um, and in the same uh, kind of realm as that, uh, everybody has control and can affect what happens um, in the world and can make suggestions and it just feels more like a conversation than maybe some of the GM GM'd games. Uh, but, um, yeah, so that's on a broad scale. Those are the kinds of games I've been more drawn to. Yeah, that's super cool. And I definitely, I definitely understand what you mean with the, with being drawn towards the GM list games. It's, it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Not having to prep is a big deal. I was running oh, one yeah. of the games I was playing before and I was like, 
it got hard. Not having to be the <laughs> one that everyone looks to. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. It takes it takes so so much energy. Um, literally, just thinking about it sometimes makes me tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, trying to think of cool stuff and surprises and whatever. It's like, you know what? It's fun if we can just all come up with cool stuff together. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just bounce ideas off of each other. I think that's kind of what i started doing when i was a gm for games and before uh-huh. i really fell into gmless games i was just like uh okay so so you tell me something about this <laughs> that is you, the... you make this place and then and then i'll i'll take it from there <laughs> yeah for sure yeah that is the nice thing about some of the more fiction first games it's like okay so you uh do magic uh you care about gods you're a cleric Tell me everything about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, don't. I don't want to come up with that. You tell me what's important to you, yeah. and then I'll see where it fits. No, this isn't me being lazy. Yeah. This is me giving you authorship. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's literally in the rules right there. So it's not me being lazy. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, I just I, I do. I love the games that like really focus on calling it a conversation more more than a game yeah really get away from the whole like antagonistic uh origins of like gming and things for sure yeah um i guess sort of sort of bouncing off of that question um i guess we kind of already answered some i feel like most of the time this second question we already answer within the first but it's nice to to ask and think about more if there's a specific thing um, that you really, really enjoy about about games. I mean, I guess we just had a whole conversation about the conversation aspect, but sure, is there anything in particular that that keeps you coming back for more? There, or I guess searching for different games, maybe. Yeah, there's a number of things. Um, let's see. The I'll start more broad i guess i mean they're all kind of broad but the first thing i'll say is there's a lot of catharsis in being able to experience emotional things that don't have consequences on your real life other than Mm -hmm. helping you process things um and so dealing with sad stuff or um letting your character get angry or um, go through like different kinds of relationships um, is very uh, worthwhile. I think um, it lets me and others uh, explore things that they're dealing with. Um, uh, in lots of different areas um, which is kind of the other thing I really like about it, which is um, if you're dealing with um, different issues with uh, identity or questions with identity, you can explore that in a really safe way in tabletop RPGs um, that you can't as safely in regular life. So you can play a character that uses pronouns you're thinking about or um that's 
attracted to people you think well maybe maybe i am <laughs> attracted yeah. to these folks and you can test you can kind of test it out in a game setting um and kind of see how that feels and how it feels to be called different names and different pronouns and things like that in a very safe way and other people don't even have to know that's what you're doing um yeah so i think that's really a very cool thing about them as well and then there's just the building stories and worlds together the collaborative social side of tabletop rpgs i really enjoy that um because some of that stuff I was describing, you can do in maybe in writing a, a story, a book or um, things like that. But only in tabletop RPGs is it social. Um, yeah. And that's that's a big deal for me. Yeah. Writing by yourself is hard. <laughs> it is hard. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. nice to have some help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how people who write books do it. <laughs> no, I've I gave it a shot, but didn't didn't go very far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. It it really is a great space to just explore in in like every sense of the word. Yeah, whether it's literal places that you want to make up in your imagination, whether it's a brain space you want to just explore and try out. Or whether it's just having fun talking to people, you can explore that too. Yeah. And I, I really like, uh, I mean, I guess from what I understand, the origin of most TTRPGs didn't really tread in that sort of area. But I really love what the yeah. community has done and is pushing for in the general space, especially with like like indie creators like Jay making games like Wander Home, which mm -hmm. almost explicitly help people explore things like that. Um, it's part of the game. Uh, it, I really like that that's the, a big movement uh, in the game, in the game space. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like indie games are predominantly queer, which I think is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. I really need to dive deeper into the the indie game space. I really just scratching the surface now as I find more stuff because oh, cool. That's the sad thing. It's hard to find. There are well, there's so, so many. Much. Yeah, yeah. It's yes, yeah, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, there's there's so much stuff. It's both like a really great thing and a really hard thing at the same time because you want to you just want to play all of them but <laughs> yeah <sighs> i can give you a list of recommendations uh off mic <laughs> later yeah, if you want <laughs> i'd be i'd be super down to that um, give you like I'm, four games so i don't overwhelm you <laughs> i'm always down to 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 find more to share more to play more uh even dipping into the the designing space more so heck yeah you're already doing it with this, you know, adding aspects <laughs> to the world, like really just uh, facilitating a game and introducing new bits to it. Uh, that is like 
the beginning of game design. I mean, it is game design. <laughs> yeah, you're already doing just it. dipping the toe in at first. Yeah, checking the temperature before I mm-hmm. wait on in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so then to uh, frame that conversation about uh, using TTRPGs to explore and play and do what we want, uh, why don't we talk about your character in in this game of Wanderhome? Uh, yeah. If you want to start with what playbook you're using and reading that little descriptive tagline about it, and, and we can start walking through the character prompts and and get to know your character more right on yeah sounds good so i'm playing um the fool uh and a little blip there for it is life is an adventure and there's never shame in uh, learning new things you are alive your care is silly naive and more profound than most expect Mm. (laughs) i like that was there any particular thing that drew you to to this playbook um Um, uh, above the others or or anything in that particular thing uh, as well i really like the framing of this so far that's yeah I just thought it'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, okay, pick a character that would be fun to play for one, one session. And so it just seemed like being a complete goofball that makes you sad sometimes would be great. (laughs) That's perfectly the aesthetic of Wanderhome. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a wonderful reason to, to choose, to choose any particular playbook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right yeah so so why don't you go ahead and introduce uh introduce us to your character a little bit if you want to start going down the the line on the playbook prompts and sure yeah you I guess it. introduce yourself to the class again <laughs> yeah 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 so i'm gonna be playing uh flump ganglesome uh pronouns are they them uh they're uh big gangly Pelican person. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> and yes. uh, if if you've seen the um, animated uh, Robin Hood with uh, the fox, you know, um, yeah, there's the bit where Robin Hood dresses up like a like a stork um, to enter a mm-hmm. competition. It's like okay, so the easiest pitch for this character is what if that was a pelican and played completely sincerely. Um, so <laughs> that's about it. So um, oh my gosh. the playbook has me choose uh, two that I am and two that I'm worried uh, I'm actually not. Um, and so two that I am are lovable and popular. Two I'm worried I'm not are useful and brave. <laughs> I uh, think you're useful. I already think you're useful. <laughs> <laughs> and brave. Oh. <laughs> well, you're very kind. <laughs> um okay, so and then oops, I scrolled. Uh for my look, had me choose a few things and I messed with some of them, but 
so I have a, a pet ant um, named Gilbert. Um, he's about the size of a 25-pound dog and behaves like one. I imagine us playing fetch, me throwing a stick, and him bringing back like a whole log because ants are like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I has a favorite stick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like this enormous branch I cannot throw. Um, yeah. <laughs> I pretend. Um, I have lots and lots of beads. Um, and I have uh, golden wheat colored overalls polka dot bindle and i think i have like a big like floppy straw sun hat nice because i just think those are neat okay i've uh, that's got a look. perfectly clear image of flop so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just out of curiosity yes. uh, do you have a reference for like height of flop uh, i always ask because yeah uh, sizes get weird in here because they I made do. my my rabbit six feet tall. I know. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think I'm now. Okay, so you're six feet tall, and I know we've had some real short uh, yeah, animal uh, folks on here. We but also is six had feet tall, a, a lemming tall? who was basically like a foot tall. <laughs> A foot tall. Okay. We've had very gotcha. small, very, very large. Um, I think, I think the re I don't really know the reasoning I chose six feet, but uh-huh. I think initially I kind of like pictured um, the animals ranging from size. actual animal size to roughly human size. Okay. And six feet tall just seems like a nice size for a large bunny. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a similar height. I'll probably I'll say six two. I'm just like barely taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the hat makes me seem way taller. <laughs> um, Dang, that'll be interesting because uh, Mina has yet to meet somebody strictly taller than her. Yeah. Cool. Good. Um. Let's see, what's next? Okay, choose two that are true about me and one that everybody assumes is true. These were fun because um, they all talk about where you're from. Um, so the uh, first one that's true is uh, you cannot remember much about your childhood. The place you are from is a mirage. And then the second one that is also true is um, I've spent much of my life making other people happy. The place I'm from is a tavern. Uh, And then the last one that people think is true is uh, that I don't know a lot about the world and that the place I'm from is a farm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, do you have an idea about about what these mean? Like the places you are from? Yeah. Um, is it? Do they all strictly like combine into one place, or, or, or are they kind of just like different places in your past? Slash. Yeah. That's a good why question. does everybody think that last one is true? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great questions. Um. <laughs> the. Uh, 
with the Mirage and the Tavern, I think those are the same thing. Um, okay. I think uh, with a Mirage, um, so a Mirage in is you know I went there. That's actually one of the natures that you can mm-hmm. create here in Wonderhome with the with the full book. Um, and uh, so I was looking at that. I was like, what does this mean? And it's like, it's, it's not a real place. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> that's where I'm from. Um, but I, so I think it is, it's like not a real place, but the not real place looks like a tavern. And for some reason I grew up there. The nice thing is I don't remember much about it. So I just kind of have like a vague sense of it. Um, okay. And so I didn't personally uh, either develop uh, what that, really means mm-hmm. um but uh i think it's just we kind of get flashes of dreamlike sequences of a small flump kind of being bustled around a uh out of focus tavern you know <laughs> clearing yeah. tables bringing food and drinks to people like but everything is kind of out of focus. You don't really see anybody's faces clearly. And I think Flop looks happy, um, just like kind of bumbling around, not like breaking stuff, but just like happy-go-lucky wandering around this tavern and helping people out. Um, And they're the only one in sharp focus. Like, I think occasionally, like, you know, other real people would wander in um, because there's a tavern of a mirage and those are usually, or a mirage of a tavern rather. Um, and that kind of thing is usually where people don't expect it to be and where they really wish it was, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I think we would get people okay. who had been lost somewhere for a while that come in and, you know, I bring them a drink or, uh, you know, a nice sandwich and, <laughs> <laughs> and then they go on their so, way. Um, it truly is a magical place in of itself. It, it's it's not just a mirage because it's hard to remember. It's 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 literally like a place that is magical and, and moves. Yeah, I think so. But like, yeah, okay. but I don't know much about it either. Like me or or Flump. <laughs> right. It's like a vague. It's like. I think it feels like a dream, but also they don't remember like any of their formative years. Yeah. Like one of those things that you feel like you can kind of remember in like picture out a little bit, but you can't really remember why or, or where. Right. Yeah. So they have like kind of a vibe of it, you know, and like kind of a sense of like, I think my childhood was fine, you know, (laughs) but like can't remember very many details. It's like how you remember okay. like very specific snapshots of your dreams sometimes. I think it's yeah. like that. Like they remember like, uh, you know, washing dishes there once or, you know, like uh, having to sweep this one room or, you know, whatever. Just these mm-hmm. random like snapshots that don't really give very much context. All right. Well, maybe we will we will find more of those as we play. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, the floor is open. Um, and what about what about that last one? What does that what does that mean to you as a player? And I guess maybe what does it mean to to Flop as a character? Yeah. Um. 
Well, so... Also fine if you don't have an answer for it yet either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it just means that, like, Flomp continues to carry that kind of happy-go-lucky thing and uh, Mm. attitude into the world. Um, And to a degree that um, makes people think that they haven't experienced anything tough (laughs) you know Mm. not that Mm -hmm. living on a farm isn't tough you know but it's a different kind of tough sometimes um and that you know just the way that they talk about anything (laughs) i think feels Mm. like kind of disconnected from uh reality so i think Mm -hmm. the farm bit is more of just like a general like well, you don't seem like you've learned much. So maybe you were just like out in the middle of nowhere your whole mm. growing up. It's less of like a, um, it's not super specific. It's more just like kind of a general thing, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so it is, it's not that you were the, it's not that like the first place you can really remember was a farm. It's just that, oh, that person must have been not super connected. Yeah, right. The other option was like, place you're from is a a, a tower or a farm. Like it gives you mm. two options for each of these. Um, but a tower felt isolated for a different reason. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I give off like any kind of like, because that feels more like an elite. You know, like I was being kept for safety or for some other reason and like yeah who knows but i don't i don't think i give people that kind of (laughs) vibe all right all right um cool and then uh, what's that what's that last bit yeah so um i have um one thing I carry with me and one thing that's just got to be around here somewhere. (laughs) Um, I love that. (laughs) Um, So what I carry with me is um, CD, uh, a small and forgotten witchy God uh, who has decided to accompany me on my journey. Oh, I started typing out what, uh, what she looks like, but I didn't finish it, but uh, she looks like, um, a combination between uh, a jellyfish and a mushroom. She's kind of uh, sunsetty colors um, and is um, about, uh, ooh, I don't know, eight inches tall. Just kind of bobs around. Um, okay. Like a jellyfish <laughs> in the air. Um, yeah. And then one thing that's got to be around here somewhere is a now dull knife given by someone who I later realized is the opposite of everything I want to be in life. Oh, um, so I don't know anything else there. about that right now. <laughs> that is totally fine. And I think I'm fine with not knowing where the knife is. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's got to be around here somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be around here somewhere. If you find it, feel free to keep it, I guess. Um, Uh, Is there a reason? So, at least in my mind, the whole, like, it's got to be around here somewhere is because I, like, you might have a lot of things. Um, 
I don't know if that's what is popping into mind for you, but uh, but what's what's the what's the reason for the 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 ending of oh it's just got to be around here somewhere is yeah. it is it more of like I'll just find it somewhere as as I go or like literally like I know it's somewhere on here but I'm not really giving the time to look yeah I think it's it's more the second one of um I, it's like oh yeah. I dropped that, didn't I? Eh. (laughs) You know? know. Mm. Sort of like, it'll be there when I need it, but... Yeah. (laughs) It might even be like, yeah, it might be uh, kind of a... um, It's in my pack somewhere. Um, I think that that might be more fun um, than like, it's in the grass, because then we leave that place and it's just that it won't it can't come up again um so maybe it's just like in my pack or on my person somewhere and i have lost track of <laughs> its exact position <laughs> uh i i just i really love the imagery of like all of these things are just like yeah it's it's gotta be around here somewhere like padding pockets yeah <laughs> all right that's super cool um and uh cd the small and forgotten uh, witchy god. Um, uh-huh. I'm sorry. Did, what pronouns did you say were for CD? Uh, uh, she. If any, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, they. Okay. I think makes the most sense. Um, and do you know if there's a story behind how how you met them, or or um, if one day she just kind of like popped up and was like i'm following you now <laughs> yeah um yeah i think the same is actually true for both gilbert and cd um and i think it's as long as i've been able to remember things they've been with me so like okay. as far back as i can remember which isn't that far they've just been around and like we've been friendly and like it's like i don't have a memory of an introduction like it's just like mm-hmm. they've always been there is how it feels. Oh. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh and uh since since they do have the the witchy trait, uh, yeah. I see that you wrote wrote that out in your notes. Do you want to give us a little a little idea of maybe some things that C D might be able to do in yes. in the game? Yes, yes. Uh yeah, I've been thinking about it too. <laughs> to apply. <laughs> so uh witchy um, is uh, a witchy kith is skilled at quiet and tricksy magics. <laughs> they are mm-hmm. often healers, court magicians, and kind old ladies, or mushroom jellyfish. Uh, <laughs> uh, One of that the many. live in the swamp. Yeah, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> okay, and so then I can choose one to two that they can always do, um, and those options are cackle. Um, mix assorted components to create something new or point out a personality flaw someone hasn't been dealing with. Uh, And if I'm right, put a curse on them. If they want to get rid of the curse, they're going to need to address their flaw. So the two I picked are cackle and curse people. (laughs) Uh, They go, they go hand in hand. Well, yeah. And I just didn't want to have to deal with mixing things and making stuff. But just like, yeah, sounds like work. So 
that that is cool. Uh, so does um, does CD talk like in in a voice that I guess we we know, um, or or yeah. does she communicate in some other different way? I guess to to contribute to the the cackle thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, the mm, I don't know actually yet. Um, I think it's at least too. one of those things where um, flump you'll fly, catch flump uh, talking to her all the time and like. Okay. Uh, behaving as though she's responding. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that people don't know if Flump is doing that because they're a fool (laughs) or if there's more going on there. I think Flump Mm -hmm. has lots of little quirks like that um, where people are like, all right, uh, okay. But apparently they all come off in a way that like, Makes Flomp seem lovable. Yeah. <laughs> That's endearing the way that uh, they seem a little off. All right. I like that. And maybe uh, CD also just has like a, oh, <laughs> has like a ability to, um, I don't know, just like convey emotions and, and whatnot. And, For sure. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, that's super cool. Um, I think. Uh, let me see, brain. Come on. Okay, <laughs> my brain <laughs> needed needed to turn over. Um, why don't you then, uh, for one last thing on your playbook before we talk about? the sort of things that have brought us together on this journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some things that you can always do as, as the fool playbook. Uh, why don't you tell us those, those things you can reach for? Oh yeah. These are great. So I can meander around. I can give great advice. Uh, I can give terrible <laughs> advice. <laughs> I can do something that's actually pretty funny. Oh yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what did you say? Oh, on the on the great and terrible advice, you, you you have the ability to hit both. Uh huh. And whether or not I know which one's which is <laughs> to be <laughs> questions. Okay, no, no. I can uh, always ask, but why? And I can ask, what's going on? And um, they get a token if they help explain uh, whoever I ask that to. You know, that's really interesting. Um, on. On the ask, but why? Yeah. I think that is really cool because, like, at first, it might just seem like a stupid question, maybe, of somebody being like, but why, but why for everything? But I think it, I think that's probably the smartest question ever for anything. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If you just keep asking, but why, then eventually you, you'll you lead to some actual truth, yeah. which isn't foolish at all. Yeah. Like that. God, so cool. This game is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
good. <laughs> oh, it's really got everything. Okay. Uh, then I will quickly frame uh, the choices that I made for Mina as a moth tender, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a quick little update from the mm-hmm. last session that I played, uh, because I have a new package. Oh. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. As most of the listeners probably have heard at this point, Amina is a moth tender, a large uh, Angora rabbit, super fluffy, uh, who travels across the Haithland uh, delivering letters and packages. She stands about six feet tall with broad shoulders, has a newsy hat between her slicked back ears with a tuft of purple hair sticking out the front and she wears an orange scarf that is adorned with little pins that she collects Mm. Uh, the two things that uh, she is are curious and trusting and as the new wander home text reads the two things that her job wants her to be are proper and blunt Uh, but she is very aptly not either of those Uh Um, for her look, she carries around a lunar calendar, small reading glasses, a map of the local moth towers, and the sense that I'm in over my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh, as a moth tender, there are three letters or packages that I carry. Um, I've sort of been framing these as their their story prompts in the game. And whenever we may decide that it's time to deliver one of them is when I will receive said package. Um, That way to kind of skirt around the whole, hey, it's been like a year and a half and I haven't gotten my package yet. Okay, sure. Um, (laughs) But anyway, those packages are a summons from the king of the floating mountain for a cheerful old farmer with a big family. A basket of homemade candies for a cheerful young rabbit who just moved to the big city. Uh, And one that was previously delivered was a wax-sealed love letter for the leader of the last outpost of the rebellion. Oh my goodness. And since it was delivered, I got to select a new package, which I actually discovered in the last session, uh, hiding in a rundown... Uh, underwater tower <laughs> oh my goodness was a hand knit sweater for a venerable god of the ancient forest <laughs> oh wow <laughs> uh, who knows but but those are the packages that I air quotes carry um, uh-huh. slash could deliver when it's time but I definitely carry this sweater for sure <laughs> yeah do you wear it I don't think so. Uh, I think it's neatly folded with like a bow and a um, and like a, a letter on it that just says like "deliver to the ancient forest." <laughs> so I'm just like, "Okie dokie." I don't know what that is, but <laughs> we'll see. That's great. <laughs> uh. Okay, Uh, and then the two things that I always carry with me 
are the wisdom of my caring adoptive mother who always reminded me to be myself. Mm-hmm. I'm using that as first off, be yourself. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, but also to occasionally throw in little, uh, tidbits uh, that my mother would always tell me (laughs) and a promise I made to my best friend that weighs heavy on my heart Uh, my best friend Elacora Luce who is waiting back in our hometown for me to get back from my journey so we can work at a moth tower together but who knows if uh, I have decided where I want to be yet so (laughs) it's a little sad Every day, as I remember, I haven't fulfilled that promise yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another great thing about this game and letting you really uh, punch into those emotions if you want to. It's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, let's do... Uh, let's go through the ask one to the left and ask one to the right questions Okay. to sort of talk about how we met and sort of how we are, I guess, bonded together on this journey. Um, do you happen to have an idea at the moment for, for how our two characters met? Um, um, if you want to play that out, in in the story we can but Mm. we also don't have to we can also zoom in in the middle of our journey together yeah um i guess my thought is um i think we haven't been traveling together very long but i okay um i think the um like just long enough to have gotten to know each other so maybe it's been like Mm -hmm. two or three days you know rather than like Mm -hmm. very uh you know very long and i i think you just um you know you're walking down the road it's a nice um maybe not super sunny day (laughs) but like (laughs) i think sunny for for the season um and Mm -hmm. uh i'm just um kind of laying on the side of the road, not like, uh, you know, not like knocked over, but like in, in the grass next to the road, just like, you know, on my back with my, um, arms behind my head and this ant like cozied up next to me. And, um, I think it's just, uh, you walk by, you probably, well, I don't know how you would react to that but i assume not very strongly just be like oh that's nice (laughs) or whatever i think uh i think i would react um as as somebody might in like our world uh, Uh seeing a cute dog on the side Uh, of the road yeah (laughs) maybe like stop to be like oh my gosh you're so cute and like (laughs) maybe hold out a hand for some scritches and if it's okay to feed a nibble of of food (laughs) okay well that's great yeah so i think okay so if you stop and like uh say something because i think like the ant well, actually, probably as you uh, would approach, just like a dog would, the ant would have um, lifted up his head and, and looked at you, you know. 
Um, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the ant does. And if you like, you know, do that thing where you kind of pat your leg or or you hold out your hand, like you said, I think that uh, Gilbert would would walk on up to you, kind of like, uh, you know, sniff your hand. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then definitely would allow some scritches uh yeah and i think probably while that's going on um i like you would see like the uh i think my um hat was kind of like on my beak so like shading my (laughs) eyes (laughs) Uh um and then uh just kind of uh i think i stand up and that like goes to fall um and i catch it and put it on my head not in like a cool smooth way just in a (laughs) just do it um and i yeah i think i i walk over to you um in a kind of like gangly sort of way um i have i've picked up my my bindle and it's slung over my shoulder and um, and just say, uh, well, hello. <laughs> oh, and, and Mina would say, hello. Uh, oh, I, I love your, I love your, your friend here. Um, I, I hope it's okay that I, that I said hi. Uh, uh, I, I'm Mina. It's, it's nice to meet you. And, and she'd extend out a hand. Mm. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, well, I'm Flump. It's very nice to meet you as well. This here is Gilbert. He's a a red-bellied scribbler. That's a, I know he's red all over, but that's just that's just what they call him. He's friendly <laughs> enough. All right, uh, and. Is this a scene that you would like to continue playing out in any sort of way? Or do you have a particular question for me about this? Um, I think for this scene, I think that's... I think probably what we get from there is just us walking together and just, yeah, you know, talking back and forth and big loud laughs from this <laughs> huge mouth of <laughs> looking person. Um, the question I have for like the ask one to the left or to the right, um, yeah. is, uh, what did you show me that no one else could? Oh, interesting. What did I show you that no one else could? Let me take a look at your playbook again. Yeah. Um, Huh. I think. Hmm. I think I, I I showed you something that you're worried you're not. I show you that you are useful, um, because I think one of the reasons that we uh, start walking together is because I'm looking for the next like moth tower that's Mm. nearby um, on my journey. And 
you just happen to know that uh, it's over in that direction, and you were nice enough to take me there to to uh, help me on my journey, and and I um, I let you know that you're useful because I, I keep thanking you, being like, oh, thank you so much. That was that was so much help. You are so awesome, uh, and you are a delight to travel with. Things like that, yeah, definitely lots of as much blushing as a pelican can do. <laughs> you know that, like how people like can wring their hats, you know, like hold it and yeah. like kind of like, <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah all right, oh, <laughs> whatever you say. You know, I'm just trying to help uh, out. Well, you are such help, uh, a very very helpful person. Uh, and my question for you, uh, I'm actually going to, uh, for the first time, go off of my list because uh, I've thought of a question that fits better. <laughs> and I am going to ask why you decided to continue traveling with me. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. It's sort of a reskinned. What about my job appeals to you? But yeah, uh, less about the job and more about the travel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, and I think the answer is just like um, I've uh, Flomp has never met a moth tender before, um, and. Mm. I think, I guess I'm thinking like the, the tower bit, like me guiding you there was, um, within the first like day or so. Um, and then we've continued to travel since then. Yeah. Um, and I think your answer kind of answers my, the question you asked me um, (laughs) in the sense of like, nobody's made me feel actually useful before. Um, and so I'm like, hey, th- this person may appreciate me. <laughs> so, like, I don't really have much else going on, so might as well keep on keeping on with you for a, at least for a little <laughs> bit. You know, I think that's kind of the answer there. All right. Uh, well, hopefully uh, we will... We will get to see a little bit of that growth then between Mina and Flop. Yeah. Because uh, she'll probably, uh, I don't know, keep being nice. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and who knows, maybe you can help out in deliveries as well. Sure. Uh, okay. So... That is all for character creation. And now I have two more questions for you. Okay. Uh, One, the first one is a little bit more of a uh, way for us to do a, um, like a wishes and stars kind of thing for this session. Oh, sure. Where um, I'm asking you if there's anything in particular that you are looking forward to exploring in the Haith or something Mm -hmm. that you explicitly would like to explore uh, whether it is a physical place or just a uh, 
feeling, emotion, theme. Yeah. Um, I may have a too specific answer, so you can let yeah. me know. Um, but Go for it. Yeah. So I've even been looking at um, uh, natures and things already, and I was mm-hmm. looking over the just just before we started recording those um, the other changes that people have made um, to the Haith. And actually they go along with what I was thinking about uh, the other day. Um, if, if we end up, you know, if you like this pitch, I guess, <laughs> um, but yeah. it's just to, um, so we've got that tidally locked moon and, mm-hmm. um, and from what I saw, uh, somebody else was like, Hey, what if that's where some people think you go when you die? Um, was mm. that right? Is that, uh, get that right? Um, yeah. So it was essentially like, um, a mythology about it where, um, where, where the afterlife is and mm. it was revolving or intertwined with a different idea as well that, mm. um, moths, uh, can be vessels for spirits, Oh, and the uh, moths can fly to the moon. Um, so it was never explicitly stated whether it was strictly just one or the other. I think it's more okay. of just like a vague mythology idea. Um, okay. So yeah, we, okay. can, we can make whatever whatever we want out of it. Okay. So my idea was um, to kind of not mess with that, but mess with the moon (laughs) also (laughs) um okay and it was i think it's it's tidally locked uh well it's less tidally locked as much as it's stuck on a mountain um oh i think a mountain jabbed into it (laughs) now like there's this mountain you can climb and get to it um and i think that's um, where uh, potentially where where Flomp is headed. So, um, yeah. So that would kind of be like the mountain nature, and then potentially the. Um, I was looking at the um, graveyard nature, um, and okay. also the mirage nature so like maybe one of those would fit nicely with that Mm -hmm. um and and either way to have i was already thinking this before the afterlife thing came uh i saw that um and uh having there be ghosts there (laughs) one of those super cool yeah so that's that was kind of my um, very specific <laughs> uh, thought. Yeah, I'm I'm I am down with that. Um, that is that is super cool. A point of this question in general is to like see what sounds interesting you. It's interesting to you, so we can make sure to explore what we want to in the game. So I think whatever sounds cool to you works out sweet (laughs) and 
yeah, I'm I'm down to see some ghosts. Um, and I don't know. I haven't done the math, but there is there. Oh gosh, there is a possibility that this <laughs> might take until October to come out. I'm not sure, okay. depending on my uh-huh. editing skills. So that could be kind of cool. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, th- that aside, that sounds super cool. Um, in uh, in regards to the moon on the mountain, uh, is that what you see? Is that a physical attribute you want to add to the hate, or is that just something you want to potentially be a visual for this this where we want to go this this journey up the mountain to find the moon. Uh, yeah, I was thinking both. I was thinking that would be the attribute okay. I add as well is that it's like this. And it's kind of like the, um, I think what it looks like visually is like the mountain has like stabbed into the moon. Okay. Yeah. But, um, Do you feel that this is a new development? Um, I think it's, new for as long as the moon has been in one place. I think it's why the moon is stuck. Okay. Okay. So I think it goes along with like the idea that the moon wasn't always uh, locked. Cool. That's super cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to type that Ian on on these uh, on the physical attributes slide. Uh, let me type it in. Boop boop boop. Okay, so the physical attribute you have added is that the moon is stuck in place because it is actually stuck onto the top of a mountain. Uh, Do you have any particular idea of what mountain, or does this mountain maybe not have a name yet? Ooh. um... Because nobody's explored it, because they're just like, the moon's there, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think very many people know that it's stuck there. Um, Cause I think it's a really tall mountain. Like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not something people casually go up. Um, I don't, hmm, I don't have a name for it. Um, no worries, but I can come up with one uh, before uh, pretty soon. we also don't have to come up with one we could also arrive at one in play yeah yeah that sounds good Uh, the the mountain is our open book (laughs) (laughs) and other various metaphors for we'll find out along the way yeah yeah (laughs) it was the journey all along Wonderful. Uh, okay, so uh, that I believe is everything I have at the moment. Is there anything else you would like to bring up about Flop or 
or the game uh, before we take a little break and then hop into our actual play and explore. Um, I don't think so. I think everything else will just kind of show up as we uh, as we play. Find out. Um, yeah. Fall into place. Yeah. Thinking of a possible transition as I stumble my way into maybe something that makes sense, we will see.